everybody. I'm Cameron. And I'm Zach. I know everything. I'm learning a little bit more. You are. And this is the Watching, Watching You Watch podcast. We Woo! have new mics. We do have new mics, and you're hearing them for the first time in this episode. Yeah, because, you know, breaking it out on, we like to, you know, mix things up. We won't do it on the first episode of the second season. It's sort of like that nice surprise, because otherwise the second episode is just sort of like, eh, Mm, nothing cool about it. But now, episode two has got like some pop to it because new microphones. Nice. <laughs> I would prefer it be indie folk, but oh. I will accept fo- uh, the, the pop. <laughs> so uh, here we are in season two of Game of Thrones. We just finished watching episode two entitled The Nightlands. Mm-hmm. And we, we are continuing with this uh, episode. And if you've been following me along, you know, of course, of our special theme where I've seen the show... Mm-hmm. And therefore know everything about it. And Zach is not. He's experiencing all this for the first time. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Zach had a lot of fun in season one, uh, uh, not knowing what was coming. Yeah, I I don't really have fun with that. That is a gross misunderstanding and by fun, between yeah, us. By, by fun, I mean I have fun at Zach's expense. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Pretty much our, the foundation of our friendship. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I like to think that we have fun in other things. You know, like we... I mean, we hang out, and I don't always torture you with lording knowledge about Game of Thrones over your head. No, but you spoiled all of Mass Effect for me. Oh, I did. <laughs> I did do that. You did that really well. To be fair, I did that before they had released the um, the trilogy collection on uh, PS3. Oh, So fair. there was like no way that you were going to be able to play all of it when I started spoiling stuff for you. Yeah, fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you this once. Uh-huh. Anyway, so we're not here to discuss Mass Effect. We're here to discuss uh, Game of Thrones, and Mm -hmm. uh, particularly uh, Season 2, Episode 2 of Game of Thrones. I'm stalling. (laughs) I know you are. Uh, So, Zach, why don't you give us a few of your highlights from this episode? Um, Well, this one, it's like there wasn't the HBO in the first one, so they're like, oh, yeah, remember? Butts and naked people. Here we go. Lots of naked people. And um, so there's a lot lot of Theon Greyjoy... Theon Greyjoy going Theon. around. Theon. Theon. <laughs> yep. And he's just like, um, I'm going to go and talk to my poppy. And also I'm going to literally just like screw my way there. I think he like powered the ship through the power of his like hip thrusts or something. <laughs> and then he gets to there and he's like, you are a sexy lady. Hey, here, angry fisherman. Uh, here's money. Do things I say. And he's just like, I'm too jaded for this, but that's money. Yep. And so he like feels up his sister and she just sort of lords over the that fact. And his whole like conversation with his father is just, it was very interesting. I liked meeting the, the big old Greyjoy, And I like that they're like a wild factor and the Starks are all right. in the, they are just out there to get theirs. And basically his declaration to Theon is, yeah, well, I'm going to do things my way and I'm going to win whatever war I want. Basically. He also, like, Theon's like, oh, but you can't possibly win against the Lannisters. And then he's uh, yeah, rather ominously like saying. girl at the helm. And then he rather, and his father rather ominously replies, uh, who said anything about the Lannisters? Exactly. Yep. So, I don't know. It's, that was left up in the air. Um, and then they also had uh, some more road times with Arya and um, Armor Man. And uh, Gendry? You are talking about Gendry? Yeah, Armor Man. Um, <laughs> and it's pretty great because we 
have now figured out that as long as you wear armor, you're in a battle. And <laughs> yeah, according to Hot Pie, if, if there are wear, two guys duking it out wearing armor, it's a battle. They're also knights. It's great. They're also knights. I love yeah. the logic. <laughs> but there is just some like great little things between Arya and mm, armor. Um, Gendry. That. Um, <laughs> You'll get it eventually. Then he. The important thing is that Arya opens up at him and says, "Like you know." I am the heir to the Stark house. And they yeah. have a cute moment where he's all like, oh, I have to call you my lady. I'm, well, I am a lady, but he's I'm like, not I'm sorry for cursing in front of you. And I'm sorry. I'm talking this. about whipping out our, our genitalia. Yes. <laughs> to prove our maildom. Yes. Um, yep. And also important to note that the, um, Lannister, their, their gold stormtroopers ran through and they're like, Hey, <laughs> we know you have bastards. Give them to us. And yes, he's give like, us all your bastards. And he's like, Hey, you know, it's really great here that you have this femoral artery that I can just cut. Now get out of here. And he's like, Oh, remember <laughs> this team rocket blasting off again. Yep. And they're just like gone. Yep. We'll be back with more men. Bye. And he's like, whatever. I got this. Yeah. Yorn, Yorn doesn't take no crap from no gold cloaks. Dude, they're wearing gold armor. It, yep. It's like freaking butter. <laughs> A bunch of nerds. Any other highlights for you? Um, well, I guess I'm trying to do recap, but the highlights I haven't really gotten to too much. I was going to say definitely a highlight had to be the Arya thing because that's always fun. Uh-huh. And then there's <laughs> Sam trying to be nice to girl and she says the brave word to him. He's all like, yep. We're keeping this one. Yeah, Sam and Sam gets a friend. Sam, eh. Well, <laughs> kind of. She's just like, I'll be your friend if you get me out of here. Because I might have a son, and I don't want him to get whatevered. Which, we end up seeing Jon Snow follow Craster. creepy man yeah. farm dude. <laughs> Craster, yep. Yeah. And so, so they go out to... The creepster goes out and, like, leaves the baby in the woods, and Jon Snow's like, oh, there's owls, and there's tree snaps, and then there's this... The like zombie thing picks up the baby and is all like, "Nice free adoption." I got this baby, and then John gets one punching down. Yep, because that's, and boom, episode ends. Yeah, that was <laughs> lame. Also, there was some great. I really, really, really like how Tyrion's like doing things in King's Landing and how he is like, you know, he's not like honorable like Ned, but he like goes for his goals. And, and, and he gets get them. them. And mm-hmm. he gets them. And he, Xerxes is just, like, so huffy around him and just, like, rude. You can tell she's just so, uh, like... It's like, there's a tearing in my plans. Yeah. I, I am inconvenienced, and I hate every bit of it. Yep. And she also hates him. There she, is not much does. love in the family. There is not. <laughs> it's terrible. But he, like, makes Braun the chief commander, which is probably the best. Yep. You, probably the best Braun as the as the captain of all the gold cloaks is the best choice you could possibly make which is great because he'll actually be smart enough to not wear gold armor <laughs> uh, so dumb well and there's also ooh, Varys talks to um fancy french foreign lady shay and, yeah yeah um and he's all like you know don't come in here and step up on my woman and make threats. And he's like, well, you know, <laughs> I can kind of do whatever I want. Cause I've been through a lot bigger storms than when you can throw up me little guy. And he like pats him on the head and leaves. And Tyrion's like, Oh, you, <laughs> um, any other any highlights? Other... Oh, thinking of highlights. I pretty much hit it because you like did? a lot of the Tyrion things. And then there's also like Stannis. Oh yeah. Pirate. Stannis. You mean Stannis has like 
Sexy Times with Fire Lady. Yep. And on top of the top uh, of awesome the map, so map like, on not the, the miniatures. Yep, all the miniature things <laughs> My go Warhammer game is ruined. <laughs> and um, I, I don't even know what his hand or whatever the heck his name is. He talks to the pirate dude, and I like Pirate Man. Oh, that's a, the pirate is Salador San. Okay. Um, and then his, his um, right hand man, that's um, oh. Sir Devos. Yeah, and isn't he like. Uh, if, Almost like a, he seemed like almost like a son to him or something. It was weird. Sir, Sir Devos is an old friend of Stannis, and they okay. will part of part of season two is sort of unpacking that. Yeah, the whole Stannis thing between Stannis. There's and a them. lot of that. There is. He has a he has a very high level of devotion to to Stannis. Yeah, and that was neat. It was kind of neat to see things on that side. Still have not seen a lot of oh. Crappity crap! The night of the flowers and oh, uh, uh, Loris, yeah, and uh, and uh, can't remember his name. Oh, uh, why is his name escaping me right now? Yeah, too many names. Oh, uh, it's like a literal brain fart that yeah. is happening to me right now. Welcome I to usually... my life, <laughs> Renly. There we go. Yeah, I knew. It why was does an this R. happen to me? I was gonna say like my default name is like there's a lot of R's, so I always say Robert, and it's like never right. <laughs> Unless it's you know Robert Baratheon or Rob Stark. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, um, it's all good. But yeah, that was some of my highlights from the episode. A lot happened in this, and then oh, there's also Littlefinger being like, "Okay, it's story time. You're crying. Get back to work, or I'm going to sell you off to a, a creepazoid." Yeah, basically, uh, and that was to Rose of all people, who usually is pretty smart. Yeah, that's that was weird. Um, so well, why don't we jump right into my questions for the week here? Okay, uh, you've already hit on a bunch of them, which I'm really glad that you picked up on these. Yeah, these I tried to pick up on moments. the important things, but there's yeah, this episode was like a lot more full of things than I thought it would be. Like a lot of stuff got moving. It did. Um, let's first talk about Varys and Shay. Oh since yeah, since you talked about that a little already, I love that scene. There's yes. so much like wordplay and between all of them. Like, yeah, two of my favorite like word players, Tyrion and Varys were in the same scene. And I'm like, yes. I would personally throw Shay into that list too, because she can hold her own in a wordplay match. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because I feel like she could have jumped in, but she wanted to sit back, yep. which was what the intention. She I was enjoying it. all of that, especially since she had been cooped up there in King's Landing yeah. uh, for all that time. So I'm just curious. Um, how do you think Varys learned what he learned about Shay? And uh, like, how did he find her? How did he learn that? Yeah, that is a very interesting point because most of his fries are like the young kids and stuff. And you didn't really see that in the war place. There wasn't any sign that he had spies there. So that makes me more interested. He definitely has a bigger spy network. And this kind of confirms that whole thing. He obviously has his hands in other pots. But so far, when we've seen Varys and his spies, it's pretty much just, just been like the little kids, you know, like scrubbing things or like being like, I am playing. Not really. Yeah, he usually <laughs> picks really uh, uh, like discreet people to be his spies from what we've seen so far. But maybe it's the spies that we don't know that who are, they are. That it's kind of funny because now ones. I feel like yeah, I feel like he has a front of spies, and then he has like his his deep infiltrated spies. And so, and yet so far, Varys hasn't really said any had anything negative to say about Tyrion. And yeah, and that's the thing. And I love how Tyrion was him. like very confrontational, which is interesting because I mean it wasn't necessarily threats it's just that Tyrion felt threatened that Varys knew things which is funny correct it's like his business but yet Tyrion was also very right when he said like I'm not an idiot I'm not at Ned Stark I know yeah. how the game is played and I know you are playing it right now and I know you're making moves against me yeah so, that's the thing so he, knock it off I mean 
once again, very innocuous first meeting, but the fact that he had all of his dirt there that should lay out in casual conversation. Tyrion knew that's not great, but at the same time, I don't know. I don't feel like a lot of people know Varys' character. They just... And he doesn't always present himself well. He always comes out swinging like that. I think he always is trying to, like, hide, maybe... He, he's always trying to present himself as something or another. So, like, in this one, he was presenting himself as, like, innocuous house guest. Yeah. You know, yeah. to, to Shay. To each person, you know, a different face. Exactly. Um, and I think more and more you kind of see why the... Um, the the image of him being called the spider, this person yeah. who has his web laid out everywhere yeah, and he yeah, likes yeah, to ensnare yeah. people. You see why that is a really apt name for him. I think <laughs> this is one of those moments in the show where you can kind of see why Varys has his reputation the way he does. Yeah, I agree. Um, but let's move on uh, to Tyrion, too. He We see a lot of Tyrion in this episode. In fact, yes, a lot of do. this episode is... Uh, well, the first episode is about really saying, um, all right, well, Tyrion's here. He's going to be the new hand. Uh, and everyone being like, oh, no, he's not. And then Tyrion being like, oh, yes, I am. And, and now... Yeah, and it goes without a hitch. I know. See, this this episode is basically, like, the practical of how that's going to play out. Like, Tyrion is is ruling, and he's making some... He's making the smart choices because Xerxes on, like, Cloud, I do what I want. He's like... Um, I'm thinking to the future when people are going to want to murder the crap out of you and they're going to just have all the more reason with all this dumb stuff you are doing. Mm -hmm. My question for you is how do you think in general his stint as hand is going and how in general do you think it's going to continue to go? That's the interesting thing about Tyrion. He may not necessarily be on top, but he never really loses. <laughs> I feel as if he's going to continue to keep doing his business, but it's going to get harder to do. I don't think that he's going to be very impeded until like something happens. It's probably going to be Shay. You think Shay is going to be the I thing think that, Shay is going to be like the chink in his coffin. armor, uh, or it's going to be like the surprising thing where it's not. Like like Shay might seem like the like the gambling piece that they want and they're going to like hold her and it's either going right. to be like it works or Tyrion is just like bye-bye and she gets murdered which I would hate well yeah I, or you know the last time that that Tyrion really fell for someone um that went terribly. it went it went terribly as he described in that story in his past about how that whole thing with the um the prostitute who pretended that she was getting raped happened you yeah. know and Tyrion saved her Think these was, things don't tend gosh. to go well for Tyrion, and especially yeah. when Tyrion pledges his love to someone who is a prostitute, yeah. things things don't go well, and that appears mm. to be what Shay is. So it'll be pretty much it'll be uh, curious to see how that's going to continue for for him on that front, or if, like if you said um, she will be like the chink in his armor in his rule as as hand. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like that's the thing, because Tyrion as himself with Bronn, they're a pretty solid unit, but Tyrion came in with, like, a big old no-no. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> like, did. Varys that's like, oh, isn't this great and grand for you? Which was basically saying it's like, you're not making a smart choice, Tyrion. And Tyrion's like, F off, Varys, I do what I want. It's kind of funny, because Tyrion came to... Um, king's landing with like making all the right choices except for that one mm -hmm. and like he's been playing the game really well except for that one yeah he's doing a phenomenal job it's great i love it um well i i, I think it's interesting too to see Tyrion as a character who's evolved i mean you think about where he was mm -hmm. in season one 
and you know he he really does a lot of stuff in season one where he's playing playing up his whole you know I'm rich and lecherous and I <laughs> do all this stuff and yeah. he really did all that to kind of build up an armor about who he was but now he seems to be taking his his duty you know as hand of the king pretty seriously mm-hmm. you know not like and it's funny because he's he doing thought it for his family he, he is doing it for his family uh and yet it's his family who gives him a lot of crap exactly at every turn that's why you feel like he's just getting the most garbage treatment because he is literally helping Xerxes in a good way and the funny thing is, is she kind of gets it but she just doesn't want anyone in her business <laughs> I have a question. Are you just going to keep calling her Xerxes the whole time? Always. Will it annoy you all the time? Yes. Excellent. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I shouldn't have even asked. Um, I'm going to just move on. Uh, you already talked about this, too, a little bit uh, okay. with, with Theon um, in there. But what did you make of Yara's introduction into the show, Theon's sister? I think she's going to... I love her as a character. It's so really cool. I hope we get to see a lot more of her and less of Theon, because Theon is... <laughs> you, you'd be okay with Theon? If yeah, I would, be, I would just be fine with like her kicking him off a ship like mid-ocean, and we just never see him again. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Um, I don't necessarily like hate him, but I could deal with just not having him in the show. One one of the things I like about Yara is that she seems to be able to play the game both ways. There's like the cruel conniving, and then there's also you can tell that she can back up everything that she does with her yeah. physical prowess and her ability. Oh my goodness, yeah, she know, just that has way. that confidence. She smirk. has a very confident aura about her in oh, general. Yeah. And the way that she she plays um Theon. Yes. When she first meets him, it's it's, it's disturbing. Phenomenal. Her commitment to it is so disturbing. Like she lets herself get fondled by, by what, who she her knows brother. her own brother. Yeah, but she does it to make a point to him, and that just says so much about her because she, like you said, she knows the game and she's willing to play it. And I don't know that makes that makes the Greyjoys a much more interesting player in my book anymore. And the fact that her father like has complete confidence in her, and right. he is a hard man. Right. Yeah. And not only that, but like. Um, Balon Greyjoy, the the father, he is just so he's. You can tell he's maybe probably not the best player of the game. He's probably no. he he's failed a lot of times he's, when it's come to war and yeah. people have out, outmaneuvered him and outplayed mm-hmm. him. And yet, you know, the only way he's gonna make moves is if he can beat somebody else in in warfare. Like that's just the only way he plays. And you can tell, you can just tell that Yara isn't that way. She's she's not above. She's not a, she's not above that like mm-hmm. playing the game that way. Yeah, but she can she can she, she can, can play do it the best. I think she can do it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like he seems like a very like old school gray joy tradition sort of thing. Like the whole that was interesting. The whole like paying with iron. Yeah, paying with I iron like versus that. paying with gold. Yeah, as in like winning things, and that's fun because that brings back that theme you're talking about. You know, like earning your right and right, like right. um feeling entitled to it because you saw both sides again there with Theon being like but I'm the only heir so I get it and then Yara who's all like uh I put in the time and I got the skills to back up my work <laughs> um and I like it I like that that theme is recurring again and again in this show how how do you think things are going to go for uh Theon now that Yara and his his <sighs> family are all in the picture oh well I don't think it's I don't, it's, I'm interested to see what they do with him. I'm wondering if they're going to try and use him as a gambling piece to fight 
the Starks. Because the thing that is, is I feel like the Greyjoys are going to go for the Starks just due to their revenge hatred. And then they'll just keep going from there. So they will side with anyone who will help them, like, crush the Starks. So I feel as if they're going to, like, fight against them. And Theon's going to get caught in a weird crossfire. Oh, man, it's going to end in, like, the totally, like, Robert and Theon are meeting on the battlefield. And they have to, like, kill each other thing. Oh, no. All the uh, Yahweh fantasies are so sad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you raise a good point, though, about his his loyalties, at least, though. Who who do you think maybe in the end Theon will be more loyal to his, his family <laughs> or to or to Rob and the Starks? I I think it's a very interesting. I think it's literally just going to go to where he can have the most power. So oh. I feel as if he doesn't get what he wants from Greyjoy, he's going to go back to the Starks with his tail between his legs. Okay, but if so he sees a chance to grab power, I don't think that he would be beyond. I think that's going a against given the Starks. considering his his character. But yeah. I want to know what you think who he's going to end up with ultimately. I need like another episode to see what happens. I feel no, you need to predict right now. <laughs> I feel like he's going to. I feel like he's going to be like a. Oh crap! What is her name? Yara. No, 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 no. Um, who are you think? Another about? Stark with Joffrey. Poor thing. Oh, Sansa. Sansa. She's gonna be a lot like a Sansa character where she's in the Greyjoy camp. But he's actually playing for the Starks. Ah, okay. I feel like he's going to be one of those. Like he's going to stick with the Greyjoys, but he's his heart's not going to be in it. I, they're already driving him enough away. Gotcha. Unless they make him some sort of offer, he won't. I feel as if he's going to be like, "Oh, Greyjoy's going to get me. Greyjoy's going to be great. I'm going to be the king, and then it'll be great." La la la. And well, that's the attitude he went in. Exactly. Almost with a little bit when he went in. So there. that's why I feel like he's going to be on Greyjoy's side, sort of as like the lingering hope of getting power still there, but then he's going to be like for team Stark and be like, no, this is garbage. I'm doing this. <laughs> um, so I see him as being with great aligned with great joys. Now, if you need the simple answer, if but, I, but the, that's well, my prediction. Later. You're well, you're, but you're saying like aligned with great joys, but, but actually playing for house Stark. Probably. Okay. That's my prediction. All right. Um, I want to talk about another character who's, um, intentions or loyalties might not be clear mm-hmm. exactly and that's melisandra the the red fire priestess um with uh stannis and <laughs> it's i it's hard to judge because i know you've only seen two episodes of her she just wants loving <laughs> <laughs> i'm just curious what you think what do you think melisandra is trying to achieve with stannis i mean She's playing this religious angle. She's um, playing this personal she's angle playing with the him. Cult thing. Or is she playing for power? I what think do you think it is? I think that she is playing for her own self and using Stannis. Okay. I think that there is more to this than it seems. And Stannis is just easily manipulable enough by her. So the whole like Lord of Light fire cult thing is just a means to an end with Stannis to manipulate him? Yeah. Well, think about it. Okay, cool. The Lord of Light gives birth to this thing, and I am, like, the new, you know, mother of the whatever. And how much will she really need Stannis if her cult gets, like, cult things and stuff? It would just sort of, like, ragu. Oh, okay. Ragu I feel like she's pulling, like, yeah, a prophesied son that's going to, like, take over everything. So she's going to have, like, you know, fire baby, and he's going to, like, burn the world. But you know how well that went for... Um... For Daenerys. But I feel like it's going to go better for her, which is bad for everyone else. Oh, okay. Probably so, Stannis, too. So, okay, but, you, but you're but you saying you think that her, um, her, her, 
she's not being genuine, basically, is what you think is going on. I don't necessarily... I think she's being... The thing with it is is she's being... It's sort of like telling a white lie. It's not that she's not being genuine. It's just that she wants something more than what she's saying. Ah, okay. Okay. One of those kind of things. So, like, her requests aren't... Her Her requests aren't, you know... On the level. Yeah. Basically, like, there's more to what than what she's saying. She's not giving Stannis every bit. Even with her whole game there at the end where she's just like, hey, like, your wife is sickly... Um, well, that's the first time where I thought it's like she's not just Evan Seer. I feel as if she's playing a lot more for herself. Hmm. Well, I mean, okay, she says that, but then she also is just like, she basically insinuates like you haven't given yourself over completely to the Lord of Light, and one yeah. way to do that is to have sex with me. <laughs> yeah. And so she like once plays again. all angles. She's just like, you don't really and love you don't me. Have a you son. don't really love God. You don't really yeah. love the fact that you want to line. You don't really love yourself. She's just like, but the like, thing is, she strings him along through all the things until she gets him with the one thing, the stinger of, you know, you don't have a son and your wife is not giving you anything and she's terrible. And that's how she like gets him. And, like, if you're truly trying to, you know, be there as someone good. As a good advisor, you're not going to manipulate the person like that. I don't think. Uh, I don't think that's right. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Of course, it's a sort of a different world where, you know, heirs are, like, very important. But still, are, I don't yeah. feel as if that was a kosher move on her part. Well, uh, let's move on to the weekly wrap-up questions then. Okay. I, I, we only saw maybe, I guess, two Starks if you count Jon Snow as a Stark. Yeah. Um, sure. So we saw Arya and we saw John this episode. So that's who you're stuck between, I think, for Stark of the Week this week. Huh. Oh boy. Um. Well, John tried to be slightly more competent and wasn't. I' gonna go Arya this week because always she, Arya because she's still well. Yeah. Once again, <laughs> fan favorite, but she just I don't know. She just as a character is better than John at this point. John has a lot of growing to do. Arya was already pretty, pretty boss. Uh, well, and, and also I think a lot of John's situation right now on the wall is him just being stagnant and reacting to things because he well, yeah. doesn't really have a lot of agency yeah. up there. Yeah. And Arya, it's kind of out of his hands, but still Arya's a little bit in the same boat because she's, I mean, she's running basically is what she's doing. And yet, she she may she's she's still very in control of everything that's happening in the way that she chose to trust um exactly. Gendry with that information. I don't know. It's risky. It's risky, but I don't feel like it's a poorly placed thing. It's I, I feel like it's, it's a good alliance. I think they're in the same boat, you know, because of Gendry and his whole Yeah. They're trying to kill all the bastards. And then Jon Snow's just all like brood, 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 gets knocked out. Good job, Jon Snow. <laughs> Jon Snow does do a lot of brooding this episode. Because if you remember last episode, he got all yelled at by Yeah. Um, just like Lord lashed Kander out Morgan. on just because he seemed as a threat to the the creepo. Right. The um, creepster. Um <laughs> uh, well let's let's talk about the crown then, because maybe that race is a little more um Ooh. not clear. Who I, do you think played the game the, the this Tyrion, week the best? Tyrion a hundred percent. Tyrion, I I, I mean, love everything he did in this episode. Even it, though he was outplayed by Varys once even, this episode? No, but the thing with it is is it did, just because you don't necessarily win at everything doesn't mean that you're doing poorly. Mm-hmm. I, he went into there and as his, you know, like starting moves, this is what he's doing. And it's fantastic because he's setting things out and he's leveling the field and he's letting people know where he's at. And I don't know. I just feel like it's Tyrion. Tyrion all the way. Okay. Everything's I, coming up. You know, I, I honestly agree with you. Um, 
because like I did not expect for his like sort of arc to get moving this quickly. I was like, oh, he, he oh, is neat. the most mobile out of all the characters. I feel like in this episode, he's like, listen, like I've got goals; they need to happen. I'm I'm hand. There's things to be done. You know. Yeah, and there is like almost a sense of urgency to what he's doing because you know that when right. Poppy gets back, the thing that it is is the stuff he's doing. His father probably won't like either, but it's it makes me feel kind of sad for him because what he's doing, I believe, and I think, and he obviously believes he's doing for the betterment of his family. Right. I um, I I, I agree there too. I also think the thing about Tyrion that's really interesting it, in this episode in particular is a lot of a lot of the scenes in this episode are about kind of deepening the relationships with people a little bit. So, like, you get the scene where you learn maybe a little bit more about um, uh, Littlefinger and that scene with him and Rose. Um, yeah. You know, it's, like, an interesting throwaway yeah. scene that's there. Or you learn a little bit more, bit more about um, Sam and friends up north in the wall. <laughs> and you get to learn a little bit more about Arya and Gendry. And, like, the <laughs> scenes are very, like, static. Like, yeah. oh, we're going to learn a little so bit like, more about our characters. But I Tyrion, wish I'd grown up on a farm. Oh, I love that scene, yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's that moment where they're all talking about, like, how, like, he grew up on a farm and, like, was able to be with his farm girl, like, whenever he wanted. And then Sam's mm-hmm. like, oh, gosh darn it, I wish I grew up on a farm. <laughs> I read about birthing once. Uh, God, I, I right. love him. The, he, is, <laughs> he makes my heart happy. Sam is so funny. Oh, I hope he doesn't die. Why? I had to say I liked him. He's going to get oh, murdered. Yep. I hate everything. You know how that works. <laughs> Just when I was going to, like, rock a shock a dude, so he comes back you, with you, his head chopped off. You need to be careful about who you say you love in, uh, in Game of Thrones in particular. Well, I love everyone. Haha. Ha. Wipe the entire cast, George R.R. See I, if I care. I hate Daenerys. I hate her <laughs> so much. I wish she would just go and die. Oh my gosh. Stop it. I, I want to give a blanket statement that I want I want I want him to call my bluff and kill every last single major character. Go ahead and do it, George. No, Get on it. Don't don't do that. He'll do it. He'll do it. No, come on. Come on. Do it. And then the next book is going to be one page long. And it's, and like, it's just going to be it's a like list. a meteor hits the earth. It's just mean a meteor hits the earth, and then followed by uh, two <laughs> word sentences of like so and so died, so and so died, so and so died, and it's just a list of every so-and-so character. Screamed out, "This sucks!" and died. <laughs> and that and that's what he'll do. That's what he'll do because you you challenged him, Zach. You you ruined it. Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> you that's know that's Zach. Oh, um, let's move on to best plan. Worst plan. Um, hmm. who, who do you think made the best plan this week moving forward and who made the worst plan moving forward? Hmm. I like Tyrion's move to put Bronn at the head of the you guard. You think that's a really good plan? The thing is, I don't know this is necessarily the best plan, but I feel like it's a good plan for him. I mean, Bronn's not exactly the knightly sort of person. No, nor is he loyal, as we definitely saw by the ending line in that scene. It's like, it depends on if you'd pay me to kill the baby. Yeah, so Bronn asks a Tyrion, like, you know, if I asked you to kill um, a baby for me, would you do it? And he's like, I would ask you how much. I'd yeah, pay. like, would you ask, would you question it? He's like, no, I wouldn't do it without question. I would ask, how much money do you want me to <laughs> love him? God, I love Bronn. Bronn, yeah. But anyway, so so you think that's um, going to work? I think out Tyrion's to like jumping right into the power play. Just sort of that as a general blanket statement was the best laid plan. Okay, so like he he his moves that he made this episode, you think are gonna going have the into the game effect. swinging? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that that was good. Um, worst plan? Yeah, worst plan. Who's who's got worst? Um. Hmm. Uh, 
I think that's gonna go to John Snow. John Snow <laughs> for for going it alone in the middle of the stinking okay, cold no, white no. north. Okay, so he made a bad bad plan when he went out there, but I I mean I'm not sure if he has any plans going forward that are bad. It, I mean, okay. Personally, no, that's fair. Seen the show before and not trying to reveal. But personally, too I much. think his his plans are pretty much on a on a I want to do it kind of basis. What and about always Sam's bad. plan to get Gilly out of Craster's um, Keep? That was going to be my other one. Oh, okay. I just wanted to kind of make fun of Jon Snow <laughs> some more, but definitely that one. Like that's a terrible plan. The thing with it is, is I didn't know if it was going to continue to go forward. But if they try that, that is just. That's just gonna ruin. It's just gonna everything. go so badly. Yes, it that will be the worst plan. So it's it's a combination between Sam and John. They're they're pretty much a it's team. such a tricky situation though because like they're Sam's basically like if ranch. you're my friend, like you'll help me. And you know, Lord Commander Mormon is like, don't mess this up for me, John. Don't mess this up for me. Yeah, don't mess this up. Commander Marmaduke's like, nope, don't do it. <laughs> Commander Marmaduke. <laughs> Did you did you come up with that one before, or is no, this a new one? I just think that I'll remember it better that oh way. If I think gosh. of Marmaduke, then maybe Lord I'll think Commander of Lord Commander Marmaduke. Oh, my god! Now I'm thinking of the dog in armor as him, and just like... But, but I... But... Okay, and then Jon Snow pouts. I can't. I can't even. That is so perfect. I mean, okay, he's Marmaduke, but he's also the old bear. I'm trying to, I mean... Well, just put the Marmaduke head on the commander. Okay. I, I was just wondering if there's any, like, bear characters that we could make him... Bear characters. I, I mean, I can't picture him Chance as, like... Sean Snow should be Winnie the Pooh. Oh, no, you're no, right! No, Sam! Sam is Winnie the Pooh! Sam is Sam is Winnie the Pooh, yeah. but I feel like you know, like John's like whole like pouty oh okay. bother thing well, that's better. Well, that's <laughs> oh my God, John Snow is Winnie the Pooh just saying oh bother. You All don't know time. anything, John Snow. Oh, oh bother. bother. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man. Excellent. Yeah, that was too much fun. My um, my heart. Well, speaking of your heart. We we needed to oh. assess how hopeful you are moving forward after this episode. Moving forward, you know it's funny because I'm like going like, um, the Runaways and like Camp Tyrion. and how hopeful am I for them? Uh, there's uh, things are all right. I'm probably putting it at a six out of ten out of this. Week. Only a six. Um, no, no one died. I think this episode. I, I know, but it's they're they're building up to it. There was oh, like, okay. No so you think someone's gonna die? So like a bunch of people are gonna die next episode. They gotta get their quota. They filled oh, okay. their sex quota this episode. Now oh, they gotta okay. get their death the next one. <laughs> you know, it's like the kiss of death when when that happens in a TV show. It's like the kiss of death when the TV show that's famous for killing people doesn't kill people for an episode. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that that, that too. <laughs> <laughs> they, they gotta George R R's got to get his blood boiling by just murdering. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, Zach, do you have any closing thoughts? Any predictions for next episode? Um, uh, Rose will get back to work. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, she'll get back to work. It's going to happen. Um, I'm, the only thing that I have to say is sort of like a closing comment is I'm really surprised that Varys is the first one to get to Shay when that seems to be Littlefinger's like bread and butter. You mean prostitutes? Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that he didn't get to it first, but I bet that, like, behind the scenes, Varys is like, neener, neener, neener. Guess who I talked to first? And he's like, who? And he's like, I can't tell you, and you don't know. <laughs> I'm just imagining that scene now, and it's perfect. Varys, Varys exactly being neener, neener, neener. Just... Uh, <laughs> I mean, because they do that so much. Like, there's so many moments like that in the first season yeah. for them where, like, you know... It would like, be great. And then, like, Littlefinger would be like, crap, he knows something. And he'd be just, like, trying to figure out what it is. And then Varys would just be like... 
Yes. Yes. Yep, that's that's pretty much my only closing thought. It's just like a, a made up scene in my head. It's a perfect made up scene. <laughs> um, well, if you've been following along with us and following along with Zach's journey through <laughs> Game of Thrones, uh, we would love a chance to connect with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on uh, Twitter and on Tumblr under Useful NPCs. You can also That's... find us on YouTube yeah, under Useful there. NPCs. We do things there. Uh-huh. Um, so if and you're into gaming stuff, yeah. um, we, we have stuff on there. You can check us out. We are semi-professionals. <laughs> we try to be. <laughs> <laughs> And by semi-professionals, I mean, you don't have to look up the mistakes you can make. You can watch us, and it's great. Yeah. Um, we, we, we're just so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and we have no friends. And we have no friends. So talk to us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love doing this. I, love, I just love guilting the audience. I know, right? It's so my favorite. You, you can check us out there. You can subscribe and uh, like us. You can also, um, if you are listening to this in a form that's not on iTunes, you can connect with us on iTunes to... Yeah, yeah. Um, um, reviews, I hear they're a good thing to give, especially yeah, give us the a ones of, you know, like five stars or higher. Give it, give us a rating. We we would love that, too. Um, yeah, but seriously, we we like the feedback. It helps. We do. If Also, if you have uh, questions for oh, Zach, yeah. whether or not you have uh, seen Game of Thrones before and you have a good leading question coming up for him, uh, shoot that our way. Yeah. Uh, if you are a... If you are... Um, in Zach's camp too, where you haven't seen it before and you yes. want to experience it with him. We can talk head Yes, do that with Zach because uh, he he's lonely and needs someone to talk to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all the time. You, you you didn't need to be that excited about that, yeah, Zach. Because all Cameron does is talk at me. He doesn't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound like it's so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, we have fun here. Um, but yes, uh, so please do that if you yeah. would like to. Do and that. even if we don't answer your questions on the air, I would be more than happy to just like talk to them on whatever medium you would like to. There we go. Um, just well, not okay, Cupid or something. That's oh, weird. Zach, we're not doing this so that you can get dates. No, we're not because I hate dates. But um, and all the girls are gone. That was terrible. That was <laughs> such a bad joke. It's the best kind of joke, I can't believe I'm friends with you. I guess what? You're stuck. We are surgically attached at the hip. Didn't you know that, listeners? We're surgically attached at the hip. We we are, unfortunately. I just don't have enough money for the operation yet. I Because I, I spend it. He spends all my money. <laughs> <laughs> God, we're never going to end this episode, are we? We never are. How it's do we do it? It's the episode How that never ends. How does it happen? I mean, usually we just keep talking and then the music comes up and then, you know, we're usually like, oh, well, it's time to say goodbye. Oh, now. yeah. Oh, yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Okay. okay. Bye now. Okay. Bye. <laughs>